Welcome today to today's podcast episode of Let's Talk, Let's Talk Cloud Networking with your host, myself, John Gonzalez and Newman Mustafa. As usual, we've invited an expert from the cloud industry to join us and to candidly share their knowledge, customer learnings and experiences during their cloud journey, but also to give our audience a sense of how our guests are thinking about what we would call the most fundamental but critical cloud networking and security constructs. Today, we're really pleased to be joined by an experienced professional who has become pretty influential in the cloud, who is also one of our most important partners in EMEA, the founder and owner of VDC Cloud, Leon Ingata. Hi, Leon, and welcome to our podcast. Why don't you take a few minutes to introduce yourself, what your company does, and also give our audience a sense of your journey into cloud, please. Definitely. Uh, hi, Brad. Hi, Norman, as well. So thank you guys for having me on this uh, podcast today. Very much appreciated. So, well, um, VDC.cloud, Professional Services, is the company so, that I run. So it's, pr- it's pr- a proud company. So to be an aviatrix registered and uh, certified partner. So since uh, um, early last year, so 2020. So we're an official team of uh, seven uh, with a further 13 uh, independent consultants. So we all work remotely to provide uh, cloud professional and managed services to customers. The instant working uh, synergy and uh, working relationship uh, now feels natural, basically. Uh, so as a CCIE, very much involved in cloud infrastructure technologies now. The, the moment I came across um, Aviatrix, so solution set, most importantly, the multi-cloud uh, network architecture framework, so which we call uh, MCNA, uh, it just instantly made sense to me personally. Uh, and of course, from a business standpoint, uh, I went ahead, uh, I did all the certifications that uh, Aviatrix provided, associates, professional, and from then on, uh the the business focus shaped shaped up basically um as a quick background so um started the company so 10 years ago uh, to be exact uh it used to be called uh, t presence now started in the video conferencing field so nothing to do with uh, with cloud but uh the different assignments that uh, we used to complete were more so around infrastructure. So uh, we landed a big contract with Cisco Systems at the time uh, to assist them with uh, their global infrastructure services uh, implementations. And uh, the the main one was uh, in effect, Cisco's uh, internal video infrastructure network. So that foundation uh, was really uh, paramount to, to the progress of what uh, we've been doing, uh, what I've been learning as well. So the, the expertise grew even further from, from that. Uh, other clients' projects came through and uh, was able to shape the, the business as such. Uh, cloud is, uh, I'm sure you will agree with me, is um, 
everything that's happening now is, is still fairly recent. Uh, from 2015, 2016, things started to, to pick up really uh, with AWS uh, promoting uh, and being at the forefront of uh, uh, cloud infrastructure. Uh, so that was then basically the beginning of the, the big shift for, for me, for, for the company. Uh, I always keep abreast of latest technology. So at the time around, uh, yes, around that time, 2016, started dabbing into the idea of uh, building mobile apps. And uh, we got lucky. We had some, some guys that wanted to build some apps. And uh, that, th those were opportunities to get to play around and learn what uh, AWS was offering uh, at the time, all the different uh, components, part of the platform. And uh, gradually, the, yeah, just decided to change the company name. And uh, that's how uh, it all got shaped up into what's called today VDC.cloud. So VDC stands for Virtual Data Center for the guys in the industry. So they would and uh, of course, the, the term cloud uh, stands for, speaks for itself. Um, customers we speak to lately, so they, they appear to understand the value of leveraging cloud services. So from the leading public cloud providers, right? So AWS, GCP, um, OCI, Azure. So in order to move not all of their business applications, but some key ones along with storage, uh, but unanimously, I would say that uh, the perception is uh, a lot don't know, they don't necessarily know where to begin. Uh, that stems as well for how fast paced the technology is uh, today. And um, yeah, I hope you agree with me. It's still mm -hmm. a, a lack of skill set uh, in house. So, well, not just in house, I would say there's a lack of skill you know, within the um, traditional sort of vendor landscapes, um, you know, they, they're, they're great on on-prem. They've had years and years of experience, you know, putting together boxes and cobbling together different solutions for enterprises, et cetera. But yeah. what are your thoughts, Leon, on those vendors and customers? Do you see customers traditionally now or, or now moving away from those traditional vendors as they're taking their journey to cloud because they feel the traditional vendor doesn't have the skill set um, and they're learning themselves? And are customers moving to, more towards um, players like yourself and you know, born in the cloud type um, organizations like, like Aviatrix and others like us? Uh, definitely. Uh, we, it, what I'm going to say, we, we see it as an opportunity. It sounds like uh, dreading, but it's, it's actually an opportunity. The, the, the reality is customers are, they're adverse to technology change. So you, as you know, most of them have made big IT investments. So it's like when you knock on the door and be like, hey, here's a new solution, they, they, they will, <laughs> if you see what I mean, they will tend to, to put a block uh, at first class right, right. Uh, because they, yeah, they most are on the mindset of, uh, yeah, if it's not broken, why try to fix it? They, yes, they, 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 they tend to fall and purchase loads of different applications. They could end up with uh, 
systems that are similar that would run in, or, or, or on the network. They will be aware of that they've purchased similar products. But uh, at the end of the day, they're just looking to, for stability and, and to meet the actual work requirements, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, I feel it's about, uh, the, the opportunity lies in, um, especially with now, the times now where uh, everything's changed, we all uh, work from home now, business are opening up, there's the flex work model uh, being placed, so they, they, are starting to be open to listen to what's possible out there, what they can do, etc. But it's uh, it's again, it's about educating each each client, helping them understand what are the latest technologies and uh, what's possible. If some of them are already looking into cloud, of course, they their first point of call is one of the public service providers, but they they're not necessarily aware of uh, all the pros and cons, right? So mm -hmm. the opportunities lies there, right? uh, educating them and helping them make the right decision uh, at the foundation level from, from an architecture standpoint, basically. So, so that, this, is, this, this is my view on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that you said that uh, this is an opportunity. And I think uh, whether it's ignorance or naiveness or it's just... Uh, 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 innovators dilemma, right? Or the dilemma of incumbents, you know, the, what people would lose or lose because they're just too much stuck to, let's say on-prem business is an opportunity for other partners to jump and take right. that. And, and <clears throat> I'm seeing that, uh, that, uh, you know, you guys are moving forward with that approach where you're helping out customers moving to cloud. And, um, I admire your journey, the journey that you have taken. Um, you know, I, uh, our, our CEO, Steve Mulaney, you know, we asked him one, uh, one day, you know, what is one thing that he has learned over his career? And one of the things that he shared with us is, quote unquote, never underestimate the power of intention. And I think if you look at where we are today with this huge transformation that is happening from an on-prem world to the cloud world, and if you look at what cloud has made possible, uh, it is basically allowing, allowing individuals and professionals and even the smaller partners to make a, a brand for themselves, make a true business for themselves, because now you're not hindered about uh, with uh, with uh, with high capex and opex needs. You're not hindered with exactly. you know high infrastructure needs, or you need to don't need to have thousand people to get the business uh, stand up. Cloud makes it possible for you that if you have the power of intention, if you have the true intention, if you have the skills. Uh, then you can go in and you can start to leverage uh, the infrastructure from the cloud. You can start to leverage the services from the marketplace. You can start to offer things that your customers are looking for and be that uh, value differentiator. So maybe tell us something about how I think I, I remember that you mentioned something about the solution around the video conferencing that you're offering to some of your end customers and how you actually leverage the matrix to, uh, to focus on agility as opposed to building things you know, native way, right? How you're able to, to sort of consume and uh, things by leveraging AV tricks and, and overall you tell us about your initial experience uh, with the cloud and how you quickly were able to assemble a service for your end customers. Definitely. So how quickly uh, the, the immediate benefits, especially uh, when uh, talking and promoting um, AVTrix solution set 
uh, has been the fact that it's uh, available on a pay-as-you-go model. You know, from the marketplace, um, you can just basically uh, sign the agreement, spin it up, and uh, use it on a metered basis. So that allows one to literally uh, get to know the tool, play, learn with it, turn it off when you're not using it, turn it back on and build as you go. So instantly, uh, for, for my part, as an experienced te technician, I realized that, wow, this is instantly a, a solution that allows you to build a lab right away before going into production. So it's uh, the opportunity here is presenting it to the client, letting them know that, hey, okay, you want to move to the cloud, you can instantly build that uh, vision that you have, the strategy that we're, we're putting together, you can build it in a lab right away. So get that lab in place, dev environment, uh, see that vision coming to reality. And then from that, finalizing the decision-making process uh, to, to complete the, the business transformation for, for, for the company. So that's, that's what instantly caught, caught my eye. And, and from that, yes, indeed, we, um, we've created a, a managed service uh, offering, which mm -hmm. is uh, specifically targeted at uh, legal firms and, uh, and certain finance uh, companies. So to help them on board and uh, deal with confidential exchanges. Mm -hmm. And uh, the back end of that is, uh, is literally the, the aviatrix solution. So uh, it's a way we can say of uh, providing the, the aviatrix baseline to clients in a, in a quicker way as well. So basically by them, those, those specific sectors investing into that video conferencing solution, they're also indirectly getting right away a, a, an aviatrix controller and co-pilot, right? And then from that, as they, uh, because they, they again, I'll use the term adverse to change, you know, they, they really old school those sectors. So they, they can then slowly realize what they can do as extra after uh, with, with their controller and co-pilot while they, the, the video conferencing solution that we've supplied them uh, on top of it would uh, work for the, works for them basically. So uh, we've been able to do that in, uh, yes, in under a year. Uh, I can confidently state so. Uh, there's about uh, three customers running the tool right now. So I can humbly state that on the call. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're making progress with it, uh, I can say, yes. Sweet. I think one of the things that you earlier shared is uh, when you were getting introduced to Aviatrix and you start doing these certifications around associate and professional and, and then cloud yeah. ops, I think and I mean, what is what are share some learnings from from that experience and you know we, what we try to do is not just talk about the product itself. We talk about the architecture. We talk about the cloud networking basics, mm -hmm. right? Um, regardless of Aviatrix platform, but then we also share them a, a solution that actually uh, alleviates those challenges for enterprise. Uh, and I think as an architect, we all think um, alike, alike in my opinion, that because everything needs to have a proper architecture with some basic design principles and attributes, it's not just about building. It's not just about connecting VPCs to each other or do VPC peering or connecting to another cloud. It has to have a 
architecture which uh, which um, MCNA provides, um, uh, and I think it resonates really well, especially for people who have been doing uh, networking architectures and design for on-prem world. They come to the cloud, they some sometimes they feel lost, right? Because not only the constructs are missing, but architecture is not there. So yes, share some exactly. some thoughts around that as well. And uh, the way, basically, the way uh, each provider out there, so the leading ones, we can focus on AWS, uh, GCP, um, and, and Azure are uh, 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 promoting their service. They've all built their, their platforms differently, right? So the way you will build your network, private network environment on GCP is different than what you do on AWS and likewise Azure. And uh, what caught my eye and uh, attention as I, I started, uh, especially, actually, when I started the associate was the, that, that framework. At first, I thought it was a product. But then as you go on with the, pro, the program, you realize, no, it's actually uh, the process a reference architecture. And uh, from that, of course, it leads to, uh, yes, the product is actually a controller. And from it, you then build uh, your, your network following that the, 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 the reference architecture. The beauty of it and uh, what stuck with me is the fact that you, if you can focus on one cloud. So say, okay, you have a specific application because of XYZ components, you prefer to run it on AWS. Uh, hold on, don't just go and work just like that and start building out. It's like building a house. You need the foundation first. What's mm -hmm. the foundation in anything? It's networking. And uh, that's what basically what the, 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 the overall um, aviatrix solution provides, the networking foundation, and it truly does. So this is what I saw right away before even having further conversations and, and getting involved in depth. And it was, uh, it just striked right away. It was, it's like, this is it, it's just foundation. And, and yes, once you've layered your network correctly, it's repeatable. Uh, so repeatable network design, and um, you can also do uh, infrastructure as code automation, etc. It's just, yes, yeah, just impressive. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, the whole security as well. Because here's one thing that we've noticed while talking to customers: some would uh, have invested into deployments, for example, in Azure. In the UK, we tend to see that a lot, uh, but uh, they would rather have traffic uh, hit uh, a firewall and an internet breakout on premise rather than leveraging the, the, the yeah. cloud once yeah. they're available because they, they don't trust what Azure has put in place. So we've, we're, we're starting to see that. Whereas uh, by educating them again, I use the term educating, they can then gradually understand that you can actually stay in the cloud and segregate your, your network accordingly and, and have um, your, your a consistent security policy in place on the cloud level, not on the on-premise. So you don't have your traffic going back in-house and, um, and yeah, and the operational visibility uh, remains like as if you're running uh, your on-premise network. Uh, so all these things, these are points that, that stuck with me personally and that I've uh, been getting the, the team to, to understand. And uh, we've made a great, uh, great pro progress around that. It, it's, um, it's like uh, we have a, our new company motto. So it's basically we work around what we, we, we call the art of the possible, right? 
so it's basically to achieve what you can do rather than what you cannot do. So, so that's 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 the that's what we 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 tend to focus on now, and that's 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 the target really. Um, no, that's a great that's a great motto. And you know what you said earlier about the you know taking your traffic back to on-prem data centers because the security guys know their firewalls on-prem. They know right. how it's configured. They know all the rule sets. They know all the policies, etc. You know but, how it is. InfoSec, yeah, they're always nervous. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. But you're absolutely right. You can have all of that if you architect it correctly and you can have all your firewall in the, in the cloud and you know the same firewall as you have on-prem, your Palo Alto or your yeah. checkpoint, but a virtual exactly. version to do all yeah. of that inspection and um, and I think John what I'm seeing also is uh, as, as, as Leon mentioned about education as people and architects are becoming more and more educated especially when they come to our professional course where we do a lot of design whiteboarding and discussions what they're realizing is you know my workloads are moving to the cloud right so it's becoming from a non-trusted to a trusted environment right where center of gravity at some point will become the cloud and you still have some workloads in on-prem you will connect back to but there's no reason why you need to have your security infrastructure on-prem for the applications that are sitting in the cloud. So what they're doing is they're sort of moving, let's say they have about 40 firewalls, they're, they're consolidating them into the cloud and they're coming up with terms like a cloud DMZ or campus in the cloud where they have those, you know, Palo Altos or checkpoints or 40 nets and they leverage a matrix because, you know, it's very hard to leverage these firewalls without having a foundational layer as a matrix who right. can define you, let you define the policies to steer the traffic through that L7 inspection. So it's working out really well uh, in terms of uh, shifting that security infrastructure. And as InfoSec, as you say, they became nervous, but when they have this architectural approach, we can then continue to do the same thing and not having to hairpin the traffic all the way to on-prem, right. it becomes uh, best of both worlds, yeah. Absolutely, and and I have the same sort of experience as Leon, you know, I, I what attracted me to Aviatrix was the architecture. You know, I call it an opinionated architecture. You do it in a certain way and you get the benefits of everything, right? Um, you know, and you know, what I look for in architecture or when you architecting, it's gotta be secure, it's gotta be scalable and it's gotta be stable, right? Um, you know, it, without stability, you can have the best feature functionality in the world. It, it's meaningless if it's gonna crash every, every other day and cause problems you know um no one's going to want to use it we don't have that you know we are you know we have secure network architecture it's consistent um across any cloud it's stable and you know it scales so it's the best of it's the best yes. of breed and and it's amazing to me you know even talking earlier today with um with a, with a prospect is they they don't think of the network. They take it for granted that the network is going to be there. The network's going to arrive. I'm only going to focus on my apps and this and that in the cloud. And they're in for such a shock in the cloud when it's not there or it doesn't do it properly or I haven't got the skills. When it's time to support that supposed app. Exactly. Yes. exactly. That's why over the early years of uh, cloud, yes, a lot of uh, app application projects just failed because people didn't yeah. really look at that foundation, you know. Yeah. Uh, making sure that the, the network is, is done properly and um... exactly and Newman you're absolutely right education and you know we have a lot of content you know a lot of collateral that's available people are using it people are looking at it people are excited by it and we just got to 
push that collateral more, you know? Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's also about, uh, we were talking to a uh, analyst um, um, uh, last week and it, you know, cloud is still very new um, and uh, people are sort of moving to the cloud. They can have good products, but at the end of the day, you need to have real world uh, knowledge and experience. And I think we have been in the business for almost seven years. We have, we have been helping customers in the cloud. So we have gained over time. We have paid, we've done the hard yards. We have, you know, uh, pay our de- paid our dues in terms of acquiring that knowledge. And that's just coming in very handy in terms of how you need to be architecting your cloud infrastructure and how you need to connect back to the on-prem world or to the other clouds. So that is coming very handy. It's not just about the platform or also the, the prescriptive guidance, which is very, very helpful for the customers. So I think, um, John, yes, I think we are almost uh, yeah. time here. So maybe we can... Strong points that I wanted to add is um, also in that to, to help with um, uh, easing on uh, and leading to change within businesses is uh, the cloud security aspects because you know yes. the features like network segmentation, end to end encryption. Because that's the is literally yeah, Aviatrix only is the only company that has has this uh, this solution uh, out there. The the high uh, how how high performance encryption, you know. Um, so from DC yeah. to to cloud, which is a a good selling point for for any any of the hybrid cloud solutions that uh, can be delivered to to a client, irrespective of their size. Absolutely. So, so Leon, the we, we're pushing your time. I know your your time is precious. Um, I guess you know just to to, to wrap up, could you leave? you know, our audience with two or three takeaways, key takeaways, learnings from customers, experience from what you've gained over the years um, working in public cloud? John, before we before we let Leon answer that, can I ask one question that we normally ask start of the call yeah. is, are you a coffee guy or a tea guy? <laughs> <laughs> we forget that. I'm a tea guy. guy. Okay, I'm yeah. a tea guy too. And, and, and uh, John is a tea guy. I think Brad probably is a coffee guy. Yeah. But, um, one but once is, in a while, I do, I'll, I'll do hit the, the coffee to stay awake. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the same thing here. And then what, what do you do uh, outside of work? What are the things that you, like, obviously you, you may have a very busy working life, but what do you do outside uh, in general? Do you have any hobbies? Do you travel? What do you like to do? Uh, traveling, traveling, I would say, traveling. And uh, I mean, with the pandemic, the, the main hobby has been uh, making sure to go to the parks, for walks, yeah. long walks, sometimes four hours walks, you know, uh, nice. which is uh, which is quite uh, is quite good, you know, on the weekends yeah. sometimes. Absolutely. Just picking out an itinerary, you know, and then uh, <laughs> just walking in the fields. It, and there's loads of areas in the UK where you can do that. I mean, John, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said at the weekends, four hours at the weekend, because if you're doing it in the week, you're not. You're not pushing aviatrix, are you? <laughs> <laughs> still do walking. Walking. <laughs> but on that, if you get, if I may, there's um, so as part of education the client. So there's a strategy as a partner that uh, we've devised. Uh, so we we call it Learn Multi Cloud, and uh, basically we we now co-deliver build workshops. So where the clients can come, we talk about the aviatrix solution. And they also get to to play with it within an hour, and that's that's uh, we find that powerful as well. So anyone listening to you and they hear they have time one day if they see a build out there, whether it, uh, directly from Aviatrix or from us at VDC Crowd, they should def- definitely join 
uh, those sessions, you know, uh, it's quite, and then it can lead to, to them wanting to sign up to, to the formal um, training program. That's what I wanted to add. It's, it's, That's it's great. Value. Yeah, it's great. Thanks. Uh, I think uh, this is a good, very, very good discussion, very good lessons and insights. Um, uh, you know, thank you, Leon, for joining this. Uh, really appreciate it. I uh, wish you all the best with your VDC cloud. And I think you are here at the right time uh, with only four or five percent of the customers in the cloud is a big transformation happening. Uh, and I think uh, people who are early in this game would, would definitely benefit from it. So we wish you all the best. Uh, uh, both uh, professionally as well as uh, for business wise. Yeah. Yeah, thank you and so much for I inviting me and uh, it's been a pleasure.